Hi fam bam, happy Monday. Today we're talking about how minimalism can truly improve your happiness. I never thought that minimalism would contribute so immensely to my life. I had no idea that the simple question of asking, does this add value to my life? And then taking the action to remove it if it doesn't or keep it if it does, would just radically change my life. And it changed my life in so many ways that I didn't realize like what my purpose was or what I actually wanted out of life and what was possible for me until I really started practicing this. So ultimately, at the end of the day, these practices made me super happy with not only my current situation and my environment, but within myself. And there are five ways that I want to just sort of point out. I mean, in all ways, minimalism can do this, but five main ways that I observe minimalism has really improved in my happiness. That first way is just simply identifying what truly adds value. I think many of us have been in a situation where we are putting efforts and energies into something that we feel like is important and it serves us. It could be towards a group of friends, to a particular club or event that we wanna participate in, um, to our appearance, towards our job or how we make money. Fill in the blank. We all know what it feels like to pursue something to get an end result. And ultimately, for most of us, that end result is what we think and feel would make us happy. But the truth is happiness does not reside within certain outcomes, circumstance, or material things. Happiness is a skill, and it's a skill that we learn by understanding our emotions, being comfortable with them, and having the tools to emotionally regulate when things happen in life. And we often look at happiness like it's a place to be or a destination to attain or something to stay in, but it's not. It's like, it's just like night and day, it ebbs and flows. Certain things we feel joyful, other things we feel upset or bummed out about, and that is how emotions work. So when I took on minimalism, I was able to identify these thoughts and perspectives and identify the things that truly made me happy, the things that truly added value in my life. It wasn't the car, it wasn't the outfit, what I was looking for is the feeling of freedom and possibility or the feeling of being well-respected and appreciated for my own beauty. And when I realized this, I was able to do the things, uh, which is number two, to actually identify the habits and the things that added value to fulfilling that happiness, to fulfilling those things that were deeper and that had peace and happiness and joy that generated those things for the long term. In the same respect, it identifies habits or things that don't add value to you or that don't really make you happy. And taking the time to assess and reflect on those things helps us tremendously bring more meaning, more joy into our lives and remove the things that don't. Number three on the list is being able to identify the people 
that add value to you. And when you surround yourself with positive, like-minded people who lift you up, who encourage you, who are all unique and different, but you can appreciate one another and add and contribute to each other's lives, that is ultimate happiness because we are connective beings. We're meant to have empathy. We're meant to feel one another. We're meant to grow with one another rather than seeking to get from one another. When it came to my relationships, minimalism added so much value because I was not only able to identify from my own perspective what people added value to me, but behaviors and patterns that were serving or not serving on both ends from what I output or thought or received within and from what people were putting out and receiving from me. And so that definitely made my relationships blossom and continues to help them grow. And the more connected and the more deeply interwoven we are, the more trust, the more love, the more respect we have for one another, the more connected we feel in life, the more solid our foundation is because we're meant to belong. Like our species is meant to feel like we belong. And when we're able to identify the spaces in which truly give us that sensation, that deeper meaning, then our happiness levels skyrocket. Number four on the list is identifying the thoughts and beliefs that actually serve us. For a long time, I thought that I wasn't worth it. I was a mistake and people must not really like me. Like there must be absolutely nothing that I have to offer. I can't imagine why anybody wouldn't like me. And these thoughts and these beliefs played like a record in my head and created patterns and actions and feelings and energy that took a severe amount of happiness away from my life. Not only that, I put that energy out, so I track that like energy and I put people off, right? I actually self-fulfill this prophecy because I believed in a pattern of thoughts that did not serve me and didn't make me happy. And it was really just a quick shift. Like, yes, it's hard, it, there, it, that feeling comes up, but to be able to identify, you know what? That's not a serving feeling. And that feeling to understand that it came from my needs of survival and the way that I was trained, you know, from a trauma traumatic childhood growing up in this like trauma, you wanna call it, and, and realizing that that's all it is, then I can identify that I don't believe it to be true. One of the value adding thoughts or beliefs that I have is that our emotions is not who we are. Our emotions are meant to be signposts that show us something's off. And it's either off in our external environment or off in the way that we're perceiving it, but it's kind of warning us that something is wrong or something is incredibly right. And that's what our emotions are, but they aren't who we are. And when I discovered this and started to really practice this, I realized I don't have to be captivated by my emotions. I don't have to be held prisoner, especially to bad feeling emotions. And I can decide and make a choice outside of these emotions, whether or not I chose to believe in them based on the fact that they either added value and served me or they didn't. Lastly, on my list, number five, is you get to identify value-adding actions and the value-adding life you wanna have. We talk about habits, which is like actions, but certain things, I mean, it sounds really nitpicky, but certain things like taking the time to just point out something I don't like. This is something I'm really working hard on. I'm trying really hard to not take even five seconds to think an exasperated thought like oh, that person just cut me off and it's a hard thing to do but put into practice but i realize that when that energy happens it 
spirals a ball and you start to think, well, it's just five seconds here. It's just five seconds there. Why didn't the kids put away their thing? Why did my husband forget this? Oh, this project was delivered late or this client wasn't happy or this person cut me off or this person is not being very nice to me. And all of a sudden you start to gather these thoughts on what doesn't add value to your life rather than the appreciation mindset. And that's just an example of certain actions that I've been able to identify and fine tune because as you begin to progress in your happiness levels of life, you realize like that's just the tip of the iceberg. There's like unlimited happiness out there, which is amazing. But in order to attain it, you really have to be vigilant on fine tuning the things that serve you and the things that don't, the things that serve that joy and serve that happiness or the things that keep you and hold you back from it. And so to oversimplify the philosophy, simply asking yourself what adds value to what you truly want, to your habits, the people you surround yourself, your thoughts, feelings, beliefs, and the actions you take will significantly increase the amount of happiness you have in your life. And that is all used by the philosophy of minimalism. So I hope you guys enjoyed this video. If you guys have found ways or discovered and experienced ways that minimalism has improved your happiness, please share your story in the comments below. I love hearing from you guys and it's so fun to share and have these thoughts and ideas swirl about our community. You guys are positive. You guys keep me inspired. Thank you for DMing me and sharing your thoughts and your feelings and your stories. I'm glad this stuff helps you. And if you haven't checked out that awesome little minimalist checklist, you can take that free download in the description below and I'll see you guys back here for the next video. Enjoy the rest of your week. Happy Monday. Find gratitude find love, be good, be great. As always, be grateful. I'll see you guys next time. Ciao.